It is the 200 level episode 184. Mike Carpenter here in the sunroom. It is a beautiful, beautiful Saturday in March, March 6th. And we are sitting here with Trevor Belise. Isaac has some family stuff going on today, so um, I, we know he's having fun with that. And Trevor, it's going to be a solo. Well, I say solo, but just one of the two of you. And the last time we did this would have been, I believe, the Wisconsin home game about three weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. When it was just you and me, and that that turned out pretty well. I have I didn't realize we were speeding towards episode two hundred so quickly here. We're getting there. I mean, this year alone, the one hundredth I think was over like last July. So that means we've had about eighty four episodes in half a year, something like that. Pretty and, efficient. And yeah, I mean, for yeah. a podcast named two hundred, we have to do something once we hit two hundred. Well, you know, if everything times out and we're playing in April, maybe that will be the two hundredth. Uh. See, if we're speeding towards that, I would hope. Now, before we get into the second half, Illinois is leading by four, and I think we'd both agree that they could have been up by more. And what I'm trying to caution myself with is I figured today was not going to come easy, right? I mean, Ohio State's just too good, and they were bound to bounce back, and they're desperate for a win. They're desperate for a win, probably to at least stay on the two line and still keep themselves in the one-seed conversation because that would be two wins against Illinois, and that's nothing to sneeze at here. But uh, overall, Trevor... How would you grade that first half? I'd probably give it a solid B for Illinois because I thought in long stretches that defense looked like what we've grown accustomed to, but Ohio State has shooters, and sometimes you can do your best, but then that Aaron's kid goes three for three. Defense looked great. Grandison looked great. I missed the first few minutes because rugby was on, and I didn't want to put it on, but I don't think I missed too much other than it seemed like a game of runs. Illinois goes out 6-0, then... Ohio State comes back, and then Illinois comes back, and we were talking before we started it. I, it, you, it felt like you had a slight chance to maybe step on their throats, but then I have to bear in mind, as you just pointed out, the context of this game, a desperate Ohio State team, senior day, trying to get a one seed. You're probably not going to go in there and step on their throats. So the fact that I'm disappointed that that didn't happen, I probably need to step back and, and check myself because obviously I'll take being up four. But it did feel like at a point, you know, you're up ten, uh, Curbelo misses the third free throw, which whatever, I'm not complaining about that, but it just felt like there was a chance for you to extend it to 15 and instead they kind of punch back and get it down to, to four by halftime here. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you hope the shooting regression happens for Ohio state because part of the reason why they've been so perplexing for other teams this year is that it just doesn't happen. Now it's happened the last three games because they've been on a losing streak, but I mean, there's games where Washington goes like six for six from deep and you're like, there's no way this guy can make that many threes, and they do. So it, it's a little annoying to see the role players of Aaron's and Suing and Key having decent first halves, but I just feel like as long as you play the same way you played in that first half again, you'll win the game. So I'll give them a, like a B, B+. Plus. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that we'll we'll probably do the arithmetic thing quite a bit here, Trevor, where we get to the under 16. Okay, now just don't let them outscore you by five. <laughs> and we got this. And I'm happy to do that each four-minute increment. I, I am interested to see this first four minutes of the second half because what Illinois has really done well, the Michigan game at Wisconsin, they have come out very well. And most impressively against Michigan, when they scored a quick seven points, you were answering them every step of the way before you continued your run and the defense picked up. So it is a big opening stretch here in the second half to see if there is such a thing as momentum 
after halftime as EJ Liddell, gag me with a spoon, gets a putback to bring it within four and a half. <laughs> now, I'll hit the sponsors real quick before we get started here. By the way, I got a Taco Bell commercial going on here, Trevor, if that gives you any, any indication how far back I am from you. But we will time it up. We will time it up here. Saturday Showcase on ESPN. That's where we're at right now. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to hit up DP Doe and then hit up each sponsor as we go along here, Trevor, because we are about to be underway um, in just uh, about 30 seconds probably. DP Doe is online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 Calzones. $6 premium and construction zones, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. So whether you're celebrating in line I win or drinking your sorrows away after a loss to Ohio State, either result, you can still have a delicious piping hot calzone delivered to your doorstep. That is dpdoe.com. Of course, there's 4th and Kirby online at 4th and Kirby.com. We'll hit them in a bit. Rector Construction, R-E-C-T-O-R Construction.com. And Brian is my guy.com for State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, Alana Inquirer, and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network partners with the 200 level as we see some highlights here of Io, who went five for five in the first half, Trevor. He's he's looking good, and he's letting the game come to him as Illinois is in the huddle, and they're about to break here. Um, but yeah, overall, very encouraged by what we see from him and Kofi as well. I've got to pause right as the Ohio State player is about to hand it off for the inbounds. So you just let me know when he does. I but yeah, clearly no Russ with Io. Five for five. He looked great. I have zero concern that he's right back to where he was prior. And the massive looks great. He does look like Zorro, like you said in our text thread. Okay, uh, yeah. Trevor, I'll give you the exact moment here. As they're bouncing the ball, Ohio State is going to hand it off imminently. All right. And we are underway. 20 minutes Perfect. to go in the game. Illinois leading by four with Ohio State starting off the second half. That means, hey, we get the possession arrow, Trevor. Always look for the silver linings here. We got Io on Washington up top. Washington taking it right. Io with good defense, and Washington makes it anyways. I, he's tough. He he is really tough against us. It feels like more than other teams too. He just has a knack for making shots. Where I go, how in the world did he make that? But more power to him. Kofi with an offensive foul, and we're going the other way. So not a good start here to the second half. I, I need to really caution myself here, Trevor, because I don't know about you, but I, I got more fired up in that first half than I had in a long time. And Illinois, the thing is, Illinois has been up by decent margins in the last few games, so there hasn't been that intensity, I guess, for a full 40 minutes. But man, am I feeling today is EJ Liddell up top. He gets it over to Washington, Washington around the pick, and Iowa almost gets the steal. We have EJ Liddell up on the perimeter. Is he going to shoot it? Is he not? Yes, he is. He is not going to make it. We got to get that board, and we do. Grandison. Johnny on the spot, cross the half court line. He's he kicks been it great today. He's been fantastic. I want him out there for most of this half. Iowa with the ball. That was a dangerous pass from Trent. Top of the key here. We got Grandison. We're resetting with Trent. Twenty on the shot clock, and one minute has passed. Forty-one to thirty-nine. Illinois with the lead. Trent up top to Grandison. Down low to Kofi. Kofi with no foul, I guess, on EJ Liddell. So Don't you saw him. that first half. Trent got two fouls extremely quickly, right? Very. We got Grandison I mean, I saw the here. First half too, but I didn't see the first few minutes because of the rugby tie game. Forty-one, forty-one. God dang, man! These all these guys are six foot seven. They always play us well. It's just I don't know if there are antidote, but we got to go on a run here. And I would not waste time with Curbelo because he is really the engine that made you run in that first half. We got Trent up top, and he's looking for something. He finds Kofi. Kofi needs to be Good careful, Lord. and he misses it. And no foul, so we're going the other way. And there, there wasn't a foul there, as I say that. We're tied up at 41-all, and if they score here, you got to call a timeout and get Curbelo in there. You cannot mess with this. There was a moment in the first half, Trevor, where 
Kofi kicked it out to Adam Miller for what I thought would have been a monster three, and Adam just couldn't make it. We got a moving screen going the other way on EJ Liddell. But we got to make some threes yeah. this half, Trevor. We got to make some threes. No, for sure. And I, I thought back to the comment that they made earlier today before the game when they were previewing it and how Kofi is so bad at passing. He's only got three assists. And I just wondered, and look, I'm not saying he's like a great passer from inside back out, but I feel like he's at least thrown it out to Adam a few times and Adam hasn't been able to convert. I just can't count on Adam for anything right now. And I know it's maybe sort of nitpicking with what Grandison's given you, but it's just frustrating as Kofi loses the ball Turnover. again. He's had a terrible start to the second half. CJ Walker taking it to the rim. It is up. It is good. We got to call timeout. I'm. You cannot have this happen. Get Curbelo in the game. What is this? A ten nothing run? If you go back to the first half, and I know it's a game of runs, but yeah, you were up ten with four minutes to go in that first half. So I mean, talk about a swing. Io can't make it. Forty three, forty one. Ohio State about to extend the lead. Brad, you better be ready for the timeout here. This is Washington down low. This is a tough matchup here for Grandison. Young up, no good, no foul, thankfully. we got to score. Get a bucket. Ohio State's defense is not that freaking great. 17 to go. Illinois still scoreless in the second half. Crabello off the bench, I would assume coming in for Adam Miller. We feed Kofi down low. Kofi. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Put back from Grandison. And, okay, thankfully no offensive goaltending. Ohio State's looking for it, but it was off the cylinder, I think. So we're tied up at 43. That was a big one, Trev. Whew. Another one of those follow tip shots that Grandison puts in. I think he's kind of hard to value those. I feel like he's made at least four or five of those this year. Tied up at 43 all. I really think the winner of this, it's going to be a single possession game. I think when it's all said and done here. Rough start for Illinois in this half and a bad job by Kofi and an easy take for Liddell. Bad defense. Really now, bad start to the second half from Kofi. Yeah, and it's like, well, now we got Georgie on the sideline who was pretty rough in that first half. Liddell's getting hot. I, I just, uh, I need to try to distance myself from the personal nature of this. Finish it, Kofi. There we go. I need a uh, 45 all. I need to distance myself, Trevor, from the more personal part of this game where it's like, you know, if EJ Liddell wasn't on Ohio State, we would have beat them in January. We would have beaten this year. We would have beat them last year to win a Big Ten title. Why? Why do we need always these ghosts and these like things that just linger on our shoulders? Just exhausting. Yep. Super frustrating, and that's why I've said before that I don't want a tournament full of things as much as the fans would love those storylines as Liddell finally misses. Just there we go. you know what I mean? Like, oh, like I know. Yeah. If you get if you get the eight nine game and you match up with Oklahoma State, of course, Cade Cunningham's amazing and the Brad Underwood storyline. Now it's not going to happen in that one because they're good enough now. But I just don't want one of these things where you get Kansas in the round of thirty two. And then you get, right. I don't know, Lon, Lon Kruger in the Sweet 16. Like, can we just play Boise State and beat them? Agreed. Play Colorado and beat them and play UCLA and beat them? I don't need that extra juice. I'm going to be right. so tightly wound anyways. I don't need the narratives this time. Uh, real quick as we go to break here. So we're tied up 45 all with, I think, 15 and a half to go in this game. All things considered, for as bad as an opening stretch as that was, Ohio State gains four. So we got a tie game and Trevor, you only got outscored by one. In the final 16. So we got that going for <laughs> us. Uh, DP Doe, I mentioned earlier online at dpdoe.com. $5 calzones with coupon code 200 level. Sorry, coupon code Mike. I screwed that up at DP Doe. Now the coupon code 200 level, that's for 4th and Kirby. New Corey Bradford t-shirt and plenty of great Illini swag as we are now in the month of March and you need some Illini swag to last you hopefully for the next four or five weeks here. That's 4th and Kirby online at 4th and Rector Construction, R-E-C-T-O-R Construction.com for everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. 
Trust the guys at Rector Construction and give them a call today at 217-281-7000 for a free estimate. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen. What's the domain for that again, Trevor? Brianismyguy.com. I haven't kicked that to you in a while. Sorry about that. That is a great website. Oh, that's okay. I love doing it. Auto home, life, business, renters, you name it. Uh, he covered Kara and I with homeowners and auto. So you get this great State Farm prices, of course, but the personalized service is what made it so awesome to work with Brian. Known him for a while, and he will be my guy for the foreseeable future. So go to brianismyguy.com for State Farm agent Brian Hansen. All right, so as we look at the final 15 and a half minutes here, I love the pace. I will say that we have three total fouls called, but it seemed like those first four and a half minutes there, Trevor, went very quickly and this is going to be first one to 80, probably wins this one. Yeah, you know, the knock on Ohio State for sure this year is the defense. You know, the Michigan game was great, but they ended up giving up 92. And then I think they went to Penn State and won, but it was like 95 to 90. So, I mean, the defense is certainly optional. Uh, will not travel with Ohio State compared to some other teams. Um, but it just it feels like it's kind of settled. You know, Illinois goes on a run early. Ohio State answers with a run. Illinois answers with a run, and then Ohio State answers with a run to end that first half into the second. Now it sort of feels like the stock has stopped, uh, you know, shorting up and down, and it's kind of settling in here. So we'll see if another team has a big run in them or if it's sort of just blow for blow the rest of the way. And obviously with Io looking like Io, I'm going to go ahead and sit back if it's punch for punch because I have a feeling that he will have something to say at the end of this one. So. We'll see, but the only thing remaining that will get me super frustrated is just if they're unconscious from deep, which they have the ability to be. If Washington hits a few threes, Aaron hits a few more, that's when I'll start getting frustrated, but we'll see. Wow, Dick Vitale online with an advertisement here. They can't even get the resolution right. It looks like a poor JPEG from uh, <laughs> 1997. Was, wow. I love him just as like what he is, you know, and obviously as a kid, he's like one of the voices of college basketball, and he was on the last ncaa basketball video game and like he is what he is i'm yeah. not saying that i hate him or anything but he's just reached a point where like you know he's been demoted a bit he's not with dan shulman doing the big game anymore he's with bob with shoes and doing like the third best game it's kind of a mascot I mean, called, as we're back underway here Curbelo, you know he called Curbelo an all-american mm, he just someday. i'm pretty sure he pretty sure he named every single Illini player to ever have existed i, I don't know not a good shot from Trent. Step back to he's been a non-factor. The two fouls, of course, took him out of it in the first half, but not a good shot. You can get that anytime the shot clock is. That's a, I know it's an announcer cliche, but it, it is true with 15 to go in the shot clock as he launches it up. Ohio State with the ball here. C.J. Walker, Curbelo on him. Georgie has to peel off. Now Liddell, every time Liddell has the ball, I'm about to poop my pants. We got Washington up top. Trent Frazier on him. Io looks to be on suing. Is this right? Yeah, suing. Up top to C.J. Right. Walker. Taking it to the rim. Nope, on no, on the floor. Okay, good. I'd rather have Georgie on um, Young and let Grandison deal with Liddell at this point because I, I think Georgie's already had a few lapses against Liddell, and I know he's got a height advantage there, but I just don't like that matchup for whatever reason. So you see Grandison. Well, actually, no, Grandison is out, I think, and DeMonte's in. But yeah. Georgie on Liddell gives me a little bit of uh, uh, nerves. I agree with that. So DeMonte is on Kyle Young. as That's a great... Ah, Curbelo almost gets a hand on it there. Kyle Young has some size here on DeMonte. He takes it in. Georgie with some... I, well, maybe the help might have dis disrupted that here. We got Curbelo with the ball. He's trying to take it to the rim. He is fouled and pushed by C.J. Walker. I'd love to get Walker in foul trouble, Trevor, because he is good. He's just solid. You know, he's a guy that... 
kind of um, keeps what would otherwise be a weird collection of talent for Ohio State. I think they'd be a lot more scattered without Walker. No, I think that's a good call. And he's been benched recently for Washington. Um, and so, you know, you always have not to really ham up the announcer cliches, but you never know what's going to happen <laughs> and how a guy responds getting benched. But he's already got three fouls. And uh, I, I, he's just one of those glue guys. Like you say, he's like a solid, you know, third or fourth starting pitcher in an otherwise kind of volatile rotation. So yeah, you definitely keep him on the bench. And I'll give Georgie credit. That was decent defense sure. on that last possession. All right. Corbello's looking for Georgie. He feeds him. It's going to be out of bounds to stay with Illinois. So nice idea. Ohio State really making us earn it down low. And we have a ton of points in the paint, but it really just comes down, Trevor. I mean, how many threes do we have today? Right. And right now you've got zero points from Trent and Adam combined. Come on, Trent. Got to make it, man. Wow, nice Wow, DeMonte with the save. So we're one for eight now from three. Nice pass from Georgie to uh, Corbello. Corbello will reset with 15 on the shot clock. Okay, 14-10. Let's get a good bucket here. Come on, Corbello. He's winding his way through. DeMonte, open three. Yeah, baby. There we go, DeMonte. Hey, I think I saw DeMonte walking his dog on Thursday. I went out for a run. And I got like half a block down, and it would have probably been weird anyways of like, DeMonte, if it was him, I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, I'm 34, and I'm like, DeMonte, you know, like a basically an excited fanboy, which I guess is my Twitter moniker. We got Washington well, here. Gonna... Come on, baby, get it. We're going to have a jump ball, and it will go to Illinois. There's your point. There's your uh, alternating possession. Trent gets in there, knocks it loose, and DeMonte I was going to say... Point. At, uh, at what age is it weird to do? Because, like, I'm not in college, you know? And so it's like, do I still, like, you know, because you feel like if you're a fellow student, it's easy to shout them out. But <laughs> but at what age, you know, 23, now you're, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if I'm 25, that seems a little weird to shout across the street to them. <laughs> I mean, but as I, as my dad and I were talking and he said, hey, I'm, you know, in my 60s, I'd still be like, hey, because my sister was driving down campus back from work on Wednesday and saw Corbello and Trent and she was like, yeah, like same sort of thing. Like I wanted to like, Hey guys, way to go. But you know, it's, it's always one. Well, of the funny weird. part is Underwood said that there was someone outside of oven last week wanting an autograph and he literally ran away from them because the team is yeah. you know, trying to be as bubbled as possible. Can you imagine? I mean, Come on, Andre, projecting. there we go. Beautiful. Nice action. By Georgie. Absolutely. What do they call that? The screen where they kind of just block them out like that, a seal. He sealed that yes. lane there for Corbella with 13-10 to go. A 7-0 run. Great counterpunch here from Illinois, 50-45. to As C.J. Walker's on the bench, I don't know if correlation equals causation here, Trevor, but there's something when he's on the court, I'm always like, oh, God. Okay, so suing to Liddell. Liddell in the paint here. Georgie on Liddell. Good defense. Makes him earn it. I mean, God dang, man. This tweener, It's just Liddell. a really talented player making a really tough shot. Why do we have to deal with this for two more years? It's painful. <sighs> Illinois ball. Three-point lead, 50-47. to 47. Corbello looking for something. He wants the lane. That's not a great pass, but Georgie corrals it. He's taking a baseline, Whoa. and he gets fouled. Oh, no, we're saying it's out of bounds. No. He stepped on the line. Yep. Well, I'll give Georgie this. He kept it from being a steal in the first place. Try to make a play. I'm, I'm not going to hold that too much against Georgie there. 50-47 to 47 with 12.32 to, to go. Hey, Duke Carolina tonight. As if, you know, anyone wait. cares. This, I mean, listen, I'm glad that we don't have the 5 o'clock start because I could not have waited much longer for this tip, Trevor. It's, 
<laughs> I woke up today like, oh my God, three o'clock. Why can't it be one o'clock? But we'll take I it. didn't like it as it is. Yeah, I was up by nine and I'm like, God, this is so long. <laughs> there we go. Come on, we got a break here. Curbelo, after a great job of defense there and another foul on Ohio State, they're fourth. And Curbelo just makes stuff happen, you know? Every like, time. I, not that Trent wasn't to start this half, but it just feels like you, you're going a solid 60 on the highway with Trent and, you know, to his detriment or or not, Corbello comes in and he's like, let's go 90. And I, it's just as nice when you're trying to pull away to have that feeling of, give me the damn ball and I'm going to make something happen in the first 10 seconds. Well, the biggest benefit of having Io out is that you thrust him into a lead guard position where he has to play 30 minutes a game. He's five for six from the field tonight. I need to see how many turnovers he has. He has one so far. And he has seemed to, come on, Adam, make it big. Oh my God, blocked. Georgie's there. Kick it out, Georgie. And Adam Miller, Adam, kick it out. You are not going to make that around the rim. And Ohio State, here's Aaron's three. Okay, no good. Miller gets the board. He is a great rebounder. I'll give him that. Adam's brought you nothing offensively. Miller, oh my God. Slow Bad down. Time. As we get a charge. Thank you, Andre Cabello, for saving our butt. God dang, man. I'm sorry to get fired up like that, but jeez. If it's not there, don't force it. And then a terrible pass to DeMonte at his feet. He can't corral it. But thankfully, Corbello was Johnny on the spot. And somehow, Trevor, in that four-minute stretch, we gained three. So it's all just tit for tat here. Whew. It's just tough. I mean, you know, obviously you're playing well enough to win this game against the top 10 team. So I don't mean that you can't do it. But it's just tough when you have one of those situations where Trent plus someone else is giving you nothing. And I'm not even blaming Trent. He's been good defensively. Uh, he's gotten Walker in foul trouble, and you know he himself is in foul trouble. But it's just tough when you have Adam and, and Trent combining to give you nothing offensively, um, because I, mean, I, I don't know how tough it is. Because again, we're right here up three <laughs> with eleven to go yeah, against a really good team. But it just feels like ah, you know, it it that ceiling is capped just a little bit more when those two can't give you anything on the offensive end. It is, and you know if it works in one of those games or in three straight weekends, if it all comes together, you know what this team can do. And you didn't even need Adam Miller, apart from the Nebraska game where he went off in the first half. And you need, you did need that, I think, in the first half to sort of create some space and not get uh, in a tight game with Nebraska with Iowa being out. But since then, you haven't needed him to go for 12, 13, 15 points a game. He's still about that eight-point-a-game kind of guy, and that's fine. But usually that does require a three or two because he doesn't have it around the rim. And in the transition offense, there's been a few moments the last month, Trevor, that have been good. But for the most part, I just don't feel comfortable with him yet in that transition offense. Yeah, I, I would I would describe it as he has moments, but I've, I've yet to trust him. Whereas with Curbelo, um, you know, it, it, it feels like I trust him more now to sort of just do what he does, and I don't have to worry too much about the nitpicky stuff. Whereas Adam, it, 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 I feel like I haven't yet reached a place where I'm like, all right, Adam, just go do your thing, and I know you're going to do it. Because there's inconsistency, and I just haven't reached a point yet where I can trust that he's going to do X, Y, and Z every game, no matter what else is happening. I wonder if that first game of the year was sort of like the worst thing that could happen for the fan base, myself included. Yeah, oh, totally 27 agree. points. We're tantalized by, oh my God, Big Ten freshman of the year. Uh, he, oh, I hope he doesn't go pro. I mean, you remember seeing those tweets after the first game, right? Well, hopefully it's not oh, a one yeah. and done for Adam Miller. It's like, well, okay. And then, of course, this is what it a is, freshman year looks like. 
It is amazing how, and this is like a, a, a psychology study, but it's amazing how strong, um, it's not recency bias, it's the opposite of that, whatever you would call it, like first impression bias is. Because you see it all the time in different sports. Like I remember last year in the NFL, this past year, the Jaguars started 1-0 and then they went 0-16. And for weeks, you know, because I, I was into betting and stuff, so I'd listen to podcasts and, that, and people would say, Jacksonville is plucky, you know, they got that win. And it took them like 10 weeks to knock out the idea that, okay, they just had one good week and they've yeah. sucked ever since. Right. Yeah. Same thing with Washington, the Washington football team. They started like 2-1, and one, then went 0-15 or, or not literally that, but, you know, they had a really bad stretch and, and backed their way in. But for some reason, whatever happens in week one of the season or game one of the season, it's like people can't knock out the idea in their head that we might have 20 games of sample size in the negative and one in the positive. But if the positive was the first one chronologically, we're still waiting for that to be the point that the guy gets back to. And I don't understand why. We are back underway here with 11.35 to go. And Crabello is going to take a breath here and I would assume play the last probably nine minutes of the game. I don't think he'll be out for too long. Io is back in. Io looking for Miller. Back up top to DeMonte. DeMonte, DeMonte, what are we doing here? Wow. Good Lord. Kofi, kick it out. Kick it out. Kick it out. Oh, boy. Come on. Finish, Kofi. And he gets fouled. Your favorite thing, Trevor. We're going the line. Hey, Ohio State is... They're at seven fouls. (laughs) They are at seven fouls. So, if I'm Io and if I'm Andre Corbello, and I will say, I I think Corbello drew three fouls in that first half alone. Yep, and drew at least one charge here in the second half and then a few on the other end. Now, this will be two free throws, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, Kofi has 12 and four. With 11.13 to go, 50-47, to 47, Illinois. Kofi's first free throw is up. It is no good. He's 0 for 4. I, I maintain that he is very streaky. So I think you're going to know in an NCAA tournament setting fairly early on if he's going to go 8 for 9 or if he's going to go 3 for 10. It's a scary thought. Second one is up. It is no good. DeMonte trying to get it. And we got a f- out of bounds going the other way. Okay. I don't think they call the foul on DeMonte there, but two... Two points that, yeah, man, this is scary with him at the line right now. So I know you got to feed Kofi, but if it's Ohio State, it turns into Hackashack. It's that simple. Yep. And you can foul all you want. You got Zed Key with five to spare, or at least four, and just keep sending guys in there and fouling Kofi whenever he gets it. Okay, Ohio State ball with 11.05 to go. Walker's back in. Trent on him. Walker going left in the lane. Now he's going right. Uh, sorry, Miller on him. Excuse me. Miller keeps him in front of him. Good D there. Kofi is on Zed Key. A three from Walker is up, and of course it's good. Why wouldn't it be? Gag me with a spoon. That makes me want to freaking throw up. I'm so sick of this Ohio State team. But eventually, you just got to beat him, Trevor. I mean, you know, I can be as ticked off as I want. Yet. You got to beat him in a big game. Adam Miller pumps it. He's taking a baseline. What? He's blocked. Get Crabello in the game. Thank you. And what, we got a dumb foul now? Or we're taking a break here for Aaron's got something in his eye, maybe. What? Yeah, I I don't know what Adam was doing there. I'm not sure what the thought process is to take that baseline with Young in your shoot face. Shoot it. But You're a three-point shooter. That's not your game Well, he yet. has no confidence is the problem because he's gone 0 for 6 from 3 or whatever lately. Or as you're going there, you see Zed Key come towards you. Just flip it real quick to Kofi. So we had two points, no good on a free throw, three free throw attempts from Kofi. We have 
a block layup attempt from Adam Miller. We have a three for C.J. Walker. I'm not going to – I mean, that's kind of like a seven-point swing, not to be too dramatic. Here's Washington, no good, and we're going the other way, but a foul on Kofi. And, yes, there was a hand in the back. So just we're doing stupid stuff, Trevor. Very frustrating. Mm. Kofi has no business being only 12-4 and four in this game against this Ohio State team. No business. And I know that's a high bar, but you got a size advantage. This should be Kofi eating up. And then to do that, it just it compounds the issue. All right, C.J. Walker with the ball. Ohio State shooting 50% from the field this half. Illinois, 30%. We are 10 minutes to go. It is 50 all. Well, now we're 10 minutes to go. Here's Zed Key up at the top of the key. Now he's looking for Walker. Walker over the pick. He's trying to go cross over Curbelo from the free throw line. No good. And it bounces back to Ohio State. A long three is no good. And that will be a shot clock violation. So good defense there. Good defense. Oh, God, this is tense, Trevor. Sorry for being so animated. No, it's, I mean, it's back and forth, and it's extra frustrating when the reason why it swings back in their direction is it's just you. because, again, you're shooting yourself in the foot with just bad plays, bad ideas, and now Adam has that little stretch, and he's going to sit again, and Corbello's going to probably be in for the rest you of know, most of this remainder here. And Iowa's been pretty quiet in the second half. I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm sure he'll show up when he needs to, but one one shot attempt would be half. now. Yeah, one shot attempt this half. So, and he missed it. I forget what it was. I think it was a layup, or it was a take to the rim. So Io, he's going to take it right here, and it's going to be out on Washington. Fifty all with nine thirty four to go. So Trevor, you just got to outscore him by one in the last nine thirty four. At least the at least the math is simple here. Yes, yeah, not uh, complicated, which is good news for me because I'm terrible at math, but. Here's Curbelo. He wants to go baseline. And it's going to be out on Ohio State. So is now, that key? See what I mean? Like, that probably wasn't the best idea, but I just love that he's just trying to make that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if that was, you know, DeMonte or Adam, there's no way that they're going to try and drive that. Now, it didn't work out, but I'd still rather him just take the reins and attempt that. Oh, my God. Come on, Andre. not even trying. He gets fouled. All right. And there so, it is again. Uh, I don't know if they're going to call that on the ground. Or shooting. We'll see here. That is the eighth on Ohio State. You only have three called on Illinois so far. And I think I mentioned this before. Wow, this is That's four on wow. the forehead. <laughs> it's so hard not to make the show. I'm sorry. It just reminds me of Ken Griffey Jr. in the Simpsons episode. Corbello makes the first. Uh <laughs> Mr. Griffey, you have a case of gigantism. And they just wheel him out. They wheel him out of the wheelchair, and he's in the in the scrub. That episode just... turns very dark as they're eliminating each of the players. Oh my by god! <laughs> Corbello's first was good. The second is good. So he's four for five from the line. Good stroke from the line. Very compact. So fifty-two fifty Illinois lead. They are six for twelve from the line, but six of eight if you don't count Kofi. So I'm I'm telling you, Trevor, it's as simple as Andre Io attack. And Trent, if I guess if you want to as well, especially in transition, 9.20 to go, 52 to 50, Ohio State ball. So Walker is sitting down with four fouls. I bet he'll be back in with about six to go. Here's Liddell up top. We got Suing going over the pick, Kofi, trying to help out. Suing is going to draw the foul on Kofi. Come on. I don't know what Kofi's supposed to do there. And how many is that on Kofi? That would be his third, I would think. That's his third. Yeah. I think this was about the time anyways, Trevor, where Georgie would have come in and then Kofi would play the last seven. So I think you get Georgie. visually demonstrates that he was just going up and down. But you're right. You're right. You could probably, you were probably going to ride with Georgie until at least the under eight timeout anyways. So see what you can do. But 
kind of a cheap call. I think so. Suing makes the first, 52 to 51. I said first to 80. That ain't going to be it. We'll see if one well, team gets to, your, to 70. I mean, to be fair, it was 50-50 a few minutes ago, and now it's slowed down significantly. Who does that favor? I think I think Illinois. I think I would argue it favors Illinois just because Ohio State is 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 you know both of these teams I would argue are very run and gun, but I think Illinois has a much better defense than Ohio State, and the stats back that up. So if you want to get into a muck it up situation, I'll take the team with the seven foot monster. Io is looking for the picks. A floater, good. Fifty four to fifty two. Kofi with some great screens, like two or three in a row. He's just going back and forth, right, left. Io finishes. So eight forty five to go. I want Io taking more shots. He's six yep. for seven and looks dialed in. Here's EJ Liddell over to Washington. Down low to Suing. We're going to get a foul on the floor. That'll be the fifth on Illinois, but it, it is on the floor on DeMonte. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And honestly, I don't mind if it came down to it. I mean, listen, they're eventually going to get in the bonus anyways. Don't let him get an easy bucket. Make him take it out. Okay, so Kofi's still in there. And this is kind of a departure, Trevor, from what we'll see Underwood often do, where the third foul at X amount of time left, he takes him out. But I think he understands this is kind of it. And it's it for the regular season. You get a week off, essentially. So just go. Yeah, that's a good point. And he, I, he also didn't call the timeout early. What the hell happened there? There's a nice, it was a nice seal the other way for, is that suing? I, they don't have names on the back of their jersey. I know. It just makes me like, what is this? I know, I know it's a retro jersey. You can still put a freaking name on it. Trent over to Io. Io looking for the pick left from Grandison. Good help from Ohio State. Here's Grandison up top. Over to Trent. Trent back up top. We have, let's see here, 10 on the shot clock. Io getting the pick right from Kofi. I'll go left. Tough pass for Andre, but Andre gets it up. Good. Wow. Wow. He just he just snakes his way to the hoop, man. Quick timeout for he turns, Underwood. He, he, he turns nothing into something so quickly. He's so good. He is so freaking good, Trevor. He's got, I think, fifteen on the night. I see on the night. You know, I is think he near. Go ahead. Is he near triple-double territory? I know he's got a few assists and rebounds. Three boards, five assists, one turnover. Okay. That's the key. I mean, you're seeing a polish to his game in the last three games. You've seen this polish. Six turnovers last week against Wisconsin, but the second half, I think, maybe a turnover or two, and he was just a superstar. Of course, the Michigan game, superstar. Again, today, your best player. He's your best player today. And yep, yep, absolutely. just let him keep going to the rim. Something good's going to happen. And I also like the fact that when he has the ball, typically if he finds Kofi, it's the easiest shot that Kofi is going to get, uh, no matter who's feeding him, right? If it's, if it's Corbello giving him the ball, I have a little more faith that Kofi can just dunk it and not have to go to the line. God forbid. And by the way, yeah, he's serving it up on a platter to him. You cannot get to an in-game situation here, Trevor, and drop a play for Kofi. I don't think. Unless it's I, I like mean, a no-brainer. Right. I mean, you can. It's just, I, I just, I don't have any confidence in them from the line, which, you know, it, it's kind of interesting just because once the season's over, I'm just interested to look at it. Last year, it almost felt like throughout the year, he got, uh, you know, much better at the line to where he makes those two free throws at the end of the Michigan State home game where Iowa gets hurt. And if you box out on that possession, those are the game-winning free throws. And he nailed both of them. And it felt like, Towards the end of last year, he'd really found his stroke. And not that he was knocking down 10 out of 10, but he was shooting 70-something percent by the end of the year in those last few games. But then this year, I would argue that's really the only area that he has somehow regressed. 
And it's a weird version of regression because, like I said, it's this thing where one game he goes eight for 10, and then another game he goes three for 10. And I really don't think there's that much in between. I, I, I don't think there's many games where he shoots 50% from the line. I feel like it's either 20% or 80%. It is feast or famine. And you're right. I had a lot more confidence watching him from the line last year. And the Michigan State game notwithstanding, I didn't feel like every time he went to the line, I was watching Shaq. And I think he finished the year about 60%, maybe a clip above 65%. This year, I'm not even going to look, but it's not good. We know that. Uh, real quick, as we got a break here, so we're going to come back with about seven minutes and 58 seconds to go, I think, Illinois with a two-point lead. So, hey, just don't let Ohio State outscore you by more than one, Trevor. That's the simple arithmetic here. And you are probably just going to go with this lineup the rest of the way. Uh, real quick. Hit up a sponsor, Rector Construction Online at RECTORConstruction.com. Everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. We're getting into that time of year where you might want to start thinking about some home projects. So go on to RECTORConstruction.com. That's RECTORConstruction.com for a free estimate. As they're showing a little clip here of Manny Jackson, legendary Illini. I think you've reached... Uh, I think it's safe to say you've reached territory here where, and look, I think this loss was going to be pretty blameless anyways, but you're leading by two, you know, at the under eight. If you end up losing this game, my only concern coming into the game was, well, I suppose if Ohio State runs you out of the gym, that's two losses to Ohio State and both weren't even that close. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the narrative, kind of like what you pointed out Tuesday against Michigan before they just blew the, the doors off, there's no way this game is going to end where the narrative isn't at worst a close loss to a good team. I would think so. Suing with the take and a foul on DeMonte. Now, is this going to be on the floor? I think it's going to be a shot. He's just given up too much size. And I, yeah, I don't know. Is, is Grandison out are there too? Are we seriously getting another timeout right now? I think they are going to go with the other timeout here. Uh, get we Grandison out it. there. Or no, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Get Grandison in there. You're giving up way too much size to suing. You can't do that. Or maybe they are taking a timeout and they're going to stay here at the telecast. I'm not sure. Nope. We're going to break. It's a sonic blockbuster on ESPN. Yeah, I agree with that, Trevor, to an extent. I, For me, for that rock-solid feeling, I just want to get the win. Though I think oh, that... Oh, for sure. But I think there are still things that Ohio State would have to do, even with 2-0 against Illinois. But let's say they win by one or two points today. And Illinois' resume overall is still better, which it is still better. Then... Do you flip them just solely based on head-to-head? I wouldn't understand why you would. If I were an Ohio State fan, I'd say, hey, like, we earned it. But there's also the Northwestern loss that looms large. There is the loss well, at Ohio State or at Minnesota. That, and you lost at home to Michigan by five, whereas Illinois beat Michigan by 23 on the and road. you got there's smoked by Iowa. Debate. You got smoked by Iowa, too. So, yeah, I... I, of course, would love to have the next week to just sit back, you know, metaphorical cigar, just smoking on it all week. Like, ah, we got the one seed. The Big Ten tournament is just a cherry on top. And I do think that if Illinois gets one more win this year, that could be Friday at 530. One more win this year, they're probably going to be fine. But as you'd mentioned before, if Ohio State goes on a run, then yeah, they could take it. Or if Iowa beats you on Saturday and I guess wins the Big Ten tournament, I... So I, I just lock it up today if you can so you don't have to worry about it, but there are still more scenarios for you in front of you to secure it after this. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting greedy. I want it. We can taste it. For sure. I, the, it just feels like there's fewer 
um, stepping stones for Illinois to have to cross to get to that point than the other teams below them. You have a bit of the high ground. I was just worried that you could potentially make an argument that Illinois didn't have the high ground if they got blown out by Ohio State twice. Because, look, I guess that was an eight-point game or whatever it ended up being, but that was not an eight-point game. Ohio State was up by as many as 20 throughout that entire second half before right. Illinois came back. So, I, you know, my, the back of my mind concern was, well, you know, okay, let's say you lose to them by 15. Not that I thought that was going to happen, but – and then they go on a run in the Big Ten tournament. You're probably – you know, there's no way that, that you're going to beat them out for that one seed. But obviously, let's stop worrying about that and just win the next seven <laughs> minutes, and then we literally have nothing to worry about. Right. That's why I want it. That's why I want it. And, and then you consider the Ohio State factor here where they've just owned us, and it's, it's all about slaying the dragon. For some reason, Maryland and Ohio State, they've been the bugaboo. And if you take those two teams away, you have a Big Ten title last year, and then hey, I won't bore you with the details. Illinois fans, you know plenty well about this. Okay, we're seeing a Butler-Creighton thing, so we're about to be back here for the final seven minutes and 45 seconds or so of this game. How about it looks two like- more two-seeds losing today in uh, yeah. Florida State losing to a bad Notre Dame team and Villanova losing to a bad Providence team? Well, we know what the floor is, right? We know the floor is a two-seed. At this point, I mean, that is pretty I much almost feel like in. the floor is like the best two seed at Probably this point, so. unless I guess if you lose this game and Ohio State and Iowa meet in the Big Ten title, then maybe you're the second two seed at worst. But I mean, the floor is just so high right now. DeMonte's in there and I don't know. I I like DeMonte, but I don't like the size disadvantage that you're giving up here because suing is eating him alive. So suing will go for the second free throw to tie it up. He does. We're tied up at 56 all with 743 to go. We got a split screen from Underwood during the timeout. And here we go. 56 all. Andre Curbelo, he's not going to sit down the rest of the game. We got him up top. He's looking for something. Double up from Ohio State. Io wanting to take it right. He's going to shoot a baseline jumper. It is no good. And it's going the other way now. Washington. Can't get sp- mad at that. No, no. That's a shot that you'll happily take. Here goes Washington, a feed to Liddell, and a foul on Kofi, and that's in. Kofi with a bad half. Non-factor. And actually, more than a non-factor, Trevor, he's hurting you, and that's a surprise. Yep, fourth foul, so you've got to sit him until at least the under four now. Uh, he's missed the free throws, and he's had some bad bad passes. Georgie or Grandison? Do you go small? Grandison. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I mean, you could ride you could ride both maybe for a minute and a half each, but I don't I, know. I'd prefer yeah. Grandison. Boy, that's frustrating. Here's Liddell. That's Georgie. That one's no good. Long rebound to Io. So EJ's 0 for 3 from the line. Maybe he's going to match Kofi for misses from the line. And I know Ohio State fans are thinking the same thing. Man, we missed too many darn free throws today. Here's Io getting the no, not a pick from Trent. Trent's going to have an open three. No, he's not. He's trying to take it. Not much there, Georgie. That. I know. Georgie with the ball, trying to take a baseline and a foul on EJ Liddell. Okay, so Georgie will go the line here. It'll be one and one. Georgie has been very erratic from the free throw line this year. Not a lot of attempts, I know, Trevor, but he has been erratic. Where I think his freshman year, he got there so much because he was the starting center that he was a pretty decent free throw shooter from what I recall. He was. Georgie's erratic, period, <laughs> with anything he does. That's true. That's true. Um, you can always tell when Trent is not in a great headspace as Georgie misses, misses it, it. Be- because he hesitates, and they call him no hesitation Trent. So at least to me, it kind of seems like a slight indicator when you can tell he's not having his best game because he hesitates. And it's a four-point lead for Ohio State. 6.45 to go. Danger zone. 
Danger Zone. I didn't want to say it, but Liddell hadn't been killing you yet, and now he's of course basically he strung together five straight points. Of course he is. Here's Io taking it right off the backboard. Georgie with the board. Take it up, Georgie. And he gets fouled. He will shoot two this time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking Liddell, man. And of course, he's too small to go pro. Just makes it's just so frustrating. It's and, and this is the thing I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, Trevor, because as Illini fans, I got to say, like so many things have worked in our favor this year. It's so easy to get in that woe is me sort of mindset as Illini fan. Can't really do that with this year, as Georgie makes the first. Can't really do that this year when you've had all these breaks go your way. But there's that uh, there's that roadblock right there. This kid who's amazing. The yeah. Second one's good for Georgie. He makes uh, both. Okay. Uh, I hesitated to say he hadn't been killing you because he's got 11 points and against you it feels like he scores 40. But it's just so easy to to point out that there's the guy that you need at the spot that you need from the state that you are from. So it's hard not to do it. But Sure. Here's EJ Georgie going against again. Georgie. Come on, Georgie. Oh, hey! Wow. Whoa! Georgie with the little <laughs> slap steal and Iowa with the ball and a chance to tie or take the lead with 6.05 to go. Here's Crabello. Back to Io. Io is he's had all year. Yeah, that was fantastic. Georgie's going to set a pick left. Over to Demonte, trying to take a baseline. Demonte, what are we doing? A little floater, no good, but he gets fouled, so he'll go the line, and we will be double bonus the rest of the way. So that is a good thing with five fifty one to go. That's a lot of time, and we're taking it to the rim. It seems like every possession, Trevor. We're going to string this out. I think. What a play by Georgie there. That's yeah. crazy. That was fantastic. I'd love to think, I would love to look back on that as the like, oh, that was the moment. It could have, Ohio State could have went up four. It could have just been that thing where they keep you at arm's length. Here's DeMonte from the line. No good. Gosh darn it, man. Way too many points left out there on the court. Hey, yeah, yeah. 60 to 58. It just, it just sucks when you have one of those black hole spots. And today it's Adam Trent DeMonte. And I, why is I'm not Grandison not out any there? of them too much, but. What, why is Grandison not out there? What are we doing? I, I don't I get don't it. Know. It's a bad matchup. He doesn't have the size. Uh, this is not crap on DeMonte. It's not about DeMonte. It's a bad matchup. Grandison was playing fantastic, and he makes free throws, and you're going to be going the line a bunch here at the end of the game. Trent goes over the screen. This is Washington on Trent. The bank shot, no good. It's going to go the other, It's going to go the off of Georgie's head. I don't know about that. Get Grandison like in there. Why are we giving up? The, I, I don't want to harp on it. I'm sorry. I'm beating a dead horse here. Because DeMonte could easily come back. and I don't, See, I thought that was off of EJ. How is that off of? Who knows? Whatever. Who knows? It's just stupid. EJ with the ball up on the top of the key. 10 to go on the shot clock. He's going to shoot a three. Of course he makes it. I am so sick of this crap, Trevor. 11, of course, in the second half. After he got two points at the end of the first half, it's always that little, oh, that's the thing that got him right. Here's Curbelo trying to make something happen. Careful, Andre. He gets the foul. He will go the line to shoot two. Why? Get Grandison in there. Let him go against him. Seriously. Like, he's not giving up any height, is he? He's giving up some width, for sure. But like, No, but, but, but at the same time, Liddell doesn't even seem to care. I mean, yeah. Georgie was in his face. He'll go over Kofi, who's like 7-1. So I don't know what height matters against him because he's just so damn good. We need Andre and Io to just take the ball to the rim every time and get fouled. String it out. String this thing out. 
All right, Corbello is going to line. Five twelve to go. Free throw is up. It is good. He's five for six. Ohio State is also in foul trouble. I think uh, Liddell's got three. He has three. Walker has four. I think somebody else has four. So okay. yeah, I would I would definitely stress taking it to the rim. Let's check this out here. They have suing Walker with four. Second free throw is up and good for Corbello. So it's a two point game. Sixty three to sixty one. Key has three. Liddell has three. Just attack, baby. Iowa and Andre attack. All right, 5.05 to go. We'll see if this is the lineup Illinois is going to go with. It's still DeMonte over Grandison. It's still Georgie over Kofi. Here's Washington is no good and a tip out. They've had a lot of those, Trevor. Too many offensive boards. Too many second chances. 4.50 to go. Here's I'm Washington. so prepared to be utterly annoyed. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Washington taking it to the rim. It is up. It is good. Too much size on Trent. I mean, because Washington's six 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 seven, I think. They just make tough shots. I know they're contested, but their defense is doing far too good of a job on us. We need to be. We need to have more than sixty one at this point in the game. Okay, so we get a little help, a kickball here from Washington. We're sorry, suing. Get suing his fourth. I just see, or his fifth. I just need one less possible guy that's going to make the game winning shot against us off the court. All right, I just need to limit their options. And Grandis, I don't get this, Trevor. I don't get it. Grandison can shoot. He can defend. He's got length. And we're riding with this lineup. I don't get it. Does feel like you're playing with a bit of fire. Yeah. I don't I don't feel great about this the way this is trending. I don't either. I, I don't see. either. Here's Corbello trying to take it. He falls. He gets it up to Io. I thought we were out of bounds. Trent with a three. God dang, we needed that, Trevor. Whew. I thought it was out of bounds. I could, have sworn, cameraman. <laughs> I could have sworn that was out of bounds. 65 to 64, Ohio State. Four minutes to go. Get a stop. Get a transition bucket. How about that? Get in the passing lane here. Washington's going to go to the right. Here's Liddell for a three. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. 200 Levels brought to you by DP Doe. I'm on at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code 200 Level for $5 calzones at dpdoe.com. I'm speechless. Coupon code Mike. Did I say coupon code? Whatever. Coupon code Mike. I'm sorry, DP Doe. I need to get my coupon codes right here. Holy moly. He's doing it again. This is exactly what he did in Just the last game. Just foul his ass. Foul his ass. Exactly what he did in he the can't, previous game. Can't make a free year. throw. Hack a Liddell. Don't let him shoot threes and just camp out there. I, I don't get it. Like, adjust. I understand he's just making it, but those were two rather uncontested. I know the one before Georgie was out there, kind of, kind of not. You can't just let him shoot that crap. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 50% adjust and 50% just forlorn to how good he is. So, I, I don't know. What can you do? I don't want to play these guys ever again. I don't want to play him in the Big Ten Tournament. I don't want to play Michigan State in the tournament. Why we have these, like, for as good as this team is, there's these, like, teams that are kryptonite. But even Michigan State last year, think about that. You lost both games in Michigan State, you lost both games in Maryland, and now you're about Maryland, to lose three in a yeah. row to freaking Ohio State. Those are the three teams. Everybody else, gravy. Gravy. And you lost to Maryland this year, too. So I, I can't explain it, but there's just something where they can't... I don't know. It, it, it's equal parts frustrating because I think they can do a better job on Liddell and 
because he's just that good, and so it makes it even more frustrating. On that, you win a national title with him. Can we not kid ourselves here? Like, well, yes, of <laughs> you, course. Yeah. You would win a national title with EJ Liddell, or I should say, you would have the best chance. You'd be the number one team in the nation at this point because him on this team would not. And listen, I'm saying this is the number four team ranked team in the nation that can still win a national title without him. Maybe all we need to do is just not play EJ Liddell, and we aren't going to lose another damn game this year. As long as you don't play Michigan State, Maryland, or Ohio State, we're going to go undefeated. Because it seems like every other team, we're fine. We're fine. Including Iowa, which you might play them on Saturday at the Big Ten Tournament. Well, this is what it is. Trevor, you got three and a half to go. You're down four. If EJ Liddell takes another three without you slamming his ass to the floor, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, I don't want you slamming his ass on a three. No, no, no. Free throws. But just, just, I don't know. You got to you got to double him. I honestly think you do. And the problem with Ohio State is they've got enough weapons to make you pay. Yeah. But I would rather sit here with you and say, well, Justice Suing made two tough shots while Liddell was doubled. Then, well, Liddell had their last fifteen points in the game. Another thing, I swear in my life we play at Ohio State either as the final or the second to last game every damn year. Could we stop? Yeah. Could we maybe just end the year with Nebraska and Purdue? Or maybe not Purdue. Purdue's good. Uh, Nebraska and Minnesota at home. Could we try that one year where we just end with the gimmies as opposed to this? <laughs> Which, before the Michigan game, was going to be at Wisconsin, at Ohio State. And you got the first one because Wisconsin, you know, they're, they're starting it's to It's like the, the, the Northwestern Thanksgiving football thing where I'm just so used to it now that it's like, I can Stop we just, it. and yeah. I know you played Northwestern, I think, you know, that one year when you had that epic comeback against them, you played them to start Big Ten play. But every other year, it's felt like the November 29th game is Northwestern. I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I'm sick of it, too. Well, I'm sick of losing more than anything. I wouldn't be sick of it if you won, but you don't. True. Yeah, And this goes back, actually, the team, the Illinois team that won a Big Ten title in 01. Second to last game of the year, they could have locked up the Big Ten title, at least a share of it at Ohio State. They lost. They had to go to Minnesota a few days later and win. And come back from eight down, I'm pretty sure, in the last three minutes to do so. But, yeah, Ohio State, end of the year, every freaking time. Why can't we just play them in January? It's not a rivalry. They beat us more often than we beat them. It's very aggravating. Georgie definitely, definitely just got lost. I mean, Liddell was wide open take on that out. one. There, there's options. You go small with Grandison. I mean, I, I, I'm harping on this because I don't get why a guy with the efficiency of Grandison's not out on the court. Even still. And Kofi I agree with you because they're still, ro- they're still rolling with this lineup with Kofi on the bench. And I understand why Kofi would still be on the bench. And I almost understand in terms of matching Ohio State's athleticism to keep Georgie in there. But I don't know. What is this lineup, Trevor? Like, I'm not arguing Georgie out, Grandison in. I'm arguing Georgie can remain in, but why do we have DeMonte in instead of Grandison? Well, we got a clock issue here. I don't get it. Might be. Okay. 3.29 again. You, you, you end up with no leg up after, after today, you know, that mad scramble where it felt like that was maybe a, a momentum swinger. Trent hits the three, and then Liddell comes down and immediately answers. Then Trent misses the three, and suddenly that play where Trent hits the three is like a net negative if Ohio State scores here all of a sudden, which is just frustrating. I, just, I, I am really puzzled by this five that are on the court. I'm really puzzled. There's something to play for here. Like, you lock up a one seat. Kofi is back out. What and are they reviewing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd I put closed captioning, but God knows Vital's not even talking about it probably. So, 
Marcus Liberty. <laughs> well, we got an official review. We have plenty of those in college basketball. So let's see what's going on here. I might have to check Twitter. I think it's just a time thing. I'm not sure. Well, we couldn't get through the game without a meaningless review, right? So, Of course. Okay, so the clock stopped. The shot clock didn't reset, so that's why. So they should have about 24 in the shot clock with 3.29 to go. 23 in the shot clock, 3.29 to go. Okay. Big possession here. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you got to... We aren't getting stops. Here's the thing, right? We aren't scoring at a high rate, but we aren't getting stops in the last four or five minutes. And that's why Ohio State turned a five-point deficit to a four-point lead. I think the five-point deficit was further back. Here's Cal Young. He's trying to take it on Kofi, trying to draw the fifth foul on Kofi. And we got a three from Aaron's. It is up. It is no good. It's short. And a foul off of Trent. And no contact. <laughs> wow. Basically, it seems like the Ohio State guy sort of checked into Trent. Who and Trent, you know, the ball did bounce off of him, but he was only bouncing off of him right. because, I mean, that is a foul on. That's totally when a foul. Suing. Yeah, that would have been his fifth. Three oh five to go. Here's Washington going left, going to shoot a three. It's up. It is no good. A long board. Another again. offensive board. Kofi gets a hand on it. Or going the other way. Okay. Here's Curbelo. Can he snake his way to the rim? He's going to try. He gets no foul. He just fell. As I mean, that's, that's Curbelo for you, right? I mean, that's the whole experience. And we hadn't had it. Hadn't had that yet. No. Not, not yet. 37 minutes and then it happens in the worst possible time. Here's Washington and Washington or Liddell. Probably going to shoot this one here. Washington taking it to the rim. No good. Great D by Trent and good no call by the officials. 225 to go. So we've gotten two stops in a row, but you got to score. And Io got to take some initiative here, man. You get fouled. Where's Io? Yeah. Here he goes. All right, take it to the rim. You're going to get fouled. Okay, yeah, two shots. Just that easy. So 68-64, 2.13 to go. You just got to slow this game down. I mean, I'm talking grind this thing out and play until 5.25. Continue to get fouled. Take this to overtime. Don't even need to win in regulation. Take the damn thing to overtime. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Trevor. I don't feel good right now. I feel, no. I feel fine. with. I would feel fine with a four-point lead because of the double bonus, and I think that we would be able to ice it, but... First shot by Io is no good. Goodness gracious. Free throws again, man. If this season ends on free throws, I'm going to be sick. Cody Parkey-esque. You can see it right in front of you, you know, on that yep. off chance that other things aren't clicking and it comes down to that. Io makes the second. It's a three-point game. How about this? You just, just not doing enough here. Like, no, they aren't. You're getting a stop and you're getting it turned over. You're getting a stop and you're making one out of two. You need to do more. Here's C.J. Walker back in the game with four fouls. Kicking it over now to Suing. Iowa on Suing. Suing is, ah, Curbelo almost gets it. Not quite. It's going back to Walker. 12 in the shot clock. Walker's looking for Liddell. No, it's going to go to Kyle Young for a three. It is no good out on Suing. Right? Yes. Okay. Another, you have to grab that, though. I mean, I know I it know. went off on him, but my God, that's like the fifth straight miss that no one from Illinois has corralled. All right, 148 to go. Keep getting stops and start making buckets. Simple arithmetic, right? You got to outscore him by four in a minute four. You can do that for a minute 40. Go on a little run here and just win this game. Here's Andre Corbello. Left side, getting a pick from Kofi. Here's DeMonte for a three. It is up. Whoa, tie game, baby. That's why DeMonte's in there. I am eating some crow. 
as I kept pining for Grandison as DeMonte ties it up with 120 to go. Yeah, I stand by our statement, but... Big shot. All right, here's Walker. No, sorry. Uh, we got... Oh, DeMonte almost gets it. Doubling up Liddell. We got Walker up top. Perfect. Now it's Washington, the three. No good. Board to Kofi. Okay. Trent with the ball. 102 that's, to go. That's what I'm talking about with that Liddell double. Yep. DeMonte gets handsy. We're going to take a time... Nope. Iowa just gets across the timeline. Illinois with two I timeouts. Stand up. Ohio State with two. We're in the same time here, right, Trevor? 50 seconds go? Yep. 48. Iowa going to go right. Iowa taking it to the rim. It is up. It is good. Yes! And one! Yes! There we go. There's that Ooh. masked man. Come on, Iowa. Make it, baby. Go up three. And then get a stop and let's win this thing. Come on, guys. Let's go. Come on. Huge call there. I was oh, my God. That. Me <laughs> too. To go against but he, oh, my. It could have, too. It could have. But it think, actually did look like he had pretty good position I for that so. charge. But. I thought so. And DeMonte with a three earlier. Come on, baby. Let these be the moments. Let these be the moments. Come on, Io. Wow. <laughs> All right. I was going to go the line here, try to make a three-point lead. Oh, there a flop warning? Or did you see that official there, Trevor? Make that signal to Chris Holtman. Yeah, I think he was kind of preemptively telling Chris that the way he saw it, it was definitely a foul and a bit of a flop, if anything. Because you know that Chris Holtman, is the first thing he's going to do is is turn to the official and complain. So he was sort of preemptively telling him, nope, that was a flop, and that's it for suing. So. Whew, that's big. Okay. So I was going to go the line here to try to go up three with 44.7 to go. Now, if it does get to a three-point lead, Trevor, when you get late in this regulation, you do only have seven fouls if you wish to take the three-point away from them. The free throw is up and good. 71-68, to 44-7 to go. Ohio State inbounds the ball. Here's C.J. Walker. They have missed their last six field goals. We got Trent on Washington. We got Iowa on Walker. Almost a bit of miscommunication there. We got Kyle Young trying to post up Kofi. No, we got uh, E.J. Liddell. DeMonte on him. DeMonte, as good a defense as you could get. There we go, miss. Iowa with the ball. Okay, 25 to go. Iowa's going to get fouled and go the line. 25.2 to go. Come on, finish this. Let's go, baby. Come on. What a swing the last minute and a half. Oh, my God, dude. 140 to go. Weren't we down by four or three? Yeah. And I said, just outscoring by four, guys. Easy, right? Come on, baby. Finish this up. All right, Iowa. I think I got Rosie fired up. They've doubled Liddell the last two possessions, and it's worked. Come on, baby. Come on, Io. 25.2 to go. There's going to be two foul shots here for Io Desumu. First one is up and good. 72 to 68. Ohio State has two timeouts. I figure that regardless of a make or miss, they'll take it when they get across half court. Maybe. I don't know. 25.2 to go. Io trying to go up five here. That one is up and good. 73 to 68. <laughs> Coming through in the clutch, baby. 23 to go. Ohio State, no timeout. Andre Corbello, great work, job. but let him go. Yes, Washington's going to shoot a long three. Up, no good. Get the board, baby. Get the board. Come on, get it. Okay, C.J. Walker with the ball. Now over to Aarons. Aarons is the long three. It is up. It is no good. Get the board. Get the board. Get it. Ah, okay, but 5.4 to go, a, Trevor. That's okay. You just wasted 20 seconds. Holy crap. Allow them to score. Win this, baby. Come on. <laughs> No foul. Just get in a face, but no foul. No Let them do foul. anything with five seconds left. Yeah, you're right. Just make it hard for them to inbound it here. Okay, this is going to be EJ Liddell with a three. It is up. It is no good. Get it, baby. Yes! Woo! 
Oh, my God. Illinois wins, baby. <laughs> 73 to 68. One wow. seed is locked up. What a finish. Oh, my God, Trevor. Oh, my God. What just happened? I you don't know. Four, I swear, 90 seconds ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it, as Isaac just texted us, let's blanking go. Oh, my God. Io DeSumo locks that one seat up. We're going to the Big Ten tournament. It's all gravy, Trevor. Holy crap. Holy crap, dude. So fast. I mean, there were no timeouts or anything. I don't even, I don't even know how to process that. Oh, my good Lord. I'm stunned. I mean, 140 to go. I just made that flip comment. Hey, just outscoring by four. Was that when DeMonte tied it up with the three, right? Yeah, but first you had to force a miss on Liddell because he was doubled. God dang, man. So, I mean, they had a chance to oh, go up God. seven. That is a load off, dude. A 9-0 run in one minute to win the game. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm collecting my thoughts. I know dead air is not the most exciting stuff, but like uh, Illinois, I got to say, I'm not going to say they were dead to rights, Trevor, but it felt like it was following the same script that we've seen with these Ohio State games. Bad matchup. EJ Liddell, the kid that you could have had, but you didn't. Yes. And and I was, I was really going to think, God, the next six days, there's going to be that void. And, and that void that I'm talking about would have been, of course, EJ Liddell, that stinks and all that. But the void would have been not being able to just bask in the glow, which we can now bask in the glow for a week. We can just <laughs> chill and like revel in this and just puff our chest out as Illini fans. It's been a long time coming. This is the cherry on top of a beautiful ice cream sundae that has been this season. Um, I, I got to just bring on someone real quick, Trevor. Um, it might only be for two words, but I think we really need to get um, the thoughts and opinions of our good friend, Isaac Ambrose. Uh, Isaac, uh, your thoughts on the game? Unreal. Unreal. Uh, goes exactly with how the season's been, roller coaster. I was flipping, you know what, the second half, thought for sure we were going to waste that away. But who else? Who else is going to come back and save us there at the end? DeMonte, oh my gosh. Io, holy cow. I can't, I'm just speechless. I'm standing outside of this restaurant right now. Um, and I was just watching the game on my phone, yelling. People were looking at me. It went from like desperation to we're up five instantly, and I had no idea where those like ten three minutes went or whatever. But Isaac, again, I can't really yeah. talk. No, we didn't either. I mean, to be honest, we're we're still collecting our thoughts because it was one forty to go, and Demonte hit the three to tie it. But even then, it felt like man, Ohio State every time down. We had made a couple stops in a row at that point, but every time down, Liddell was getting it, and then that Washington dude just scares me because he's six seven. It's a tough matchup. But I, listen, DeMonte was fantastic. I'm eating crow because I kept saying, where's Grandison? Where's Grandison? But I owe freaking Desumu. 19 points, eight in the second half, and I'm pretty sure, what, seven or eight down the stretch. I mean, good Lord. It's it's so rude. Like, it's such a relief, too, because if that game would have ended like that, I would have immediately thought of, well, you missed a ton of free throws. The refs were chumps. I mean, that's how everybody feels when their team loses, but... 
Um, to overcome all that on the road and be E.G. Liddell too, who's kind of your nemesis. He's like your joker who never goes away. Oh, it's so satisfying to lock up the one seed too. It, it what a march it's been. And this yeah, no team <laughs> is, this team is freaking hot, hot. And whoever was actually considering that this team is better without IO is on drugs. Hey, I got to say, I got to give the champagne room credit because that was a case of me reading the headline and not the story. The story just said, no, of course they're better with Io. Why did you even bother to click on this? So I got to give them props for that. But, uh, and Isaac, you could go whenever you need to. Like, you can h- hang out. You can go if you need to because I know you got some family stuff going on. Uh, but Trevor, God, I, I forgot what I was even going to say here. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm legit. I, I will say, Trevor, in terms of satisfying wins, we've had three of them in a row. Three of them in a row. Three massively satisfying wins. Yeah, you just went 3-0 and in that week where we lined it up and went, my God, maybe if you win one or two. I mean, you right. just went 3-0. and Oh, and here's what I was thinking, Trevor. I got it. Is that the last two games, you were playing with a lead and a sizable lead for most of it. And that's great. And I hope that's the case in March. But it's not always going to be the case in March. And it's probably not often going to be the case in the NCAA tournament. That was a game you play in the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. That right there. If you're talking about winning games in a variety of ways and, and diversifying how you can finish these things off. Yes, it was Iowa again. There's no doubt. But it was the defense coming to save the day when it counted. That's the kind of stuff that gets you to the Final Four. Second weekend of March yep. when you're playing a really tough five seed, because you're going to be a one seed. You're playing a four or five seed like Oklahoma State and Cade Cunningham goes off. You got to win a game like that. So that that Winning the I'm game saying. that you probably shouldn't win, which yep. feels like it's been something that you can't say. I, I don't know when there's been the case where I've seen something like that happen, where you're down four with 90 seconds to go and you win by five. Isaac, you had said Brad Wonderwood. One seed locked up, Brad Wonderwood. I like that idea. You can go any one pun and go wonderful. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. You're, are you still I, sticking with yeah. Brad Wonderwood? I do like that. I like that for a title. I, I just I like it too because I I think Brad needs a shout out. I mean he's I probably fine. He claims he never he never pays attention to the media, but every other one seed contenders coach is in the coach of the year list except for Brad Underwood. I mean I know Carp you said earlier like this was kind of expected, but so I mean Gonzago is expected to be super good too. So was Baylor and their coaches are on there. Brad Underwood had the worst record in Illinois history two years ago, and now we're a one seed. Like, we're a top, we're a national championship contender in 48 months. 48 months ago, we were like one of the worst teams in Power Five. And I mean, this has exceeded our expectations. I, w- I didn't think we'd be a one seed. I mean, back in November. So, but yeah, I'm going to get going, guys, but I'll give you one. Please do. Let's go. <laughs> that sounds so good. Isaac, we'll talk to you later this week. Uh, so, Trevor, here's what we got. We have Friday at 5.30 against presumably Rutgers or Indiana. I mean, did Indiana fall even more in the seedings? Did they have to win today to stay uh, at the 10? God knows. I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> Look. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out later. Hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We're playing somebody Friday at 5.30, and it's, they aren't going to be as tough as Ohio State. And we can watch as fans unburdened. Of course, we'd be disappointed with the first round exit, but we can watch unburdened this weekend because it's not going to have an impact on that one seed. That's done. Yes. It is over. Every bracketologist will say so. You are not going to find it. And actually, here's the thing. You were not going to find a more impressive resume 
We're going to be the, they fourth. Have the most quad one wins of anyone in the country. Right. We're going to be the fourth one seed in all likelihood because the other teams got to that level first and they maintained it. And that's fine. They, they haven't done anything to lose that one, two or three spot. But you could argue that at this point, and it was a, a flurry in the last week. There was no doubt the last three wins had a lot to do with it. But all of a sudden, now we have the best resume arguably in the country. We aren't undefeated, so Gonzaga should get that top one seed. That's fine. But, yeah, best resume, I, I would argue, you, in the country. You could probably argue that maybe Baylor is better because they beat you head-to-head and your resume is very close to one another. But you're right in that you know you frame it in the sense of, you know, Ken Palm says this is the best conference ever, statistically speaking. And you just went 16-4 and four in the best conference ever, beat the number one team in the conference by 23 points, and have more quad one wins than anyone in the country. <sighs> Trevor, this is a dream season that's happening. Like you recognize that yes. in the moment, right? I'm sure that's a silly question, but like you're feeling that, right? That this is this has a forward momentum to it that it only happens in special years. I have said before that as a fan, in my opinion, there is no greater feeling than the sort of intangible feeling that. The, the momentum is rolling to a point that can't be stopped. Like there's a meme that's like no time to talk, get on the horse or something like that's how it feels. And there's no better feeling than that. Like when the Cubs started rolling and it just felt like they're not going to lose. Are they, they're going to, they're going to freaking not lose. They're down three, one in the world series. doesn't matter if they're going to win. And that's how I feel right now with this. You know, you, you could tell me they're down four with a minute to go. And the answer is doesn't matter. They're going to win. And it's just, Oh, I don't even know how to feel. I, I, I don't know how to process that. I don't know how to process the fact that you just went 3-0 and in, with arguably like the most grueling possible week schedule you could have. I don't know how to process that you did it in such a short period with such few off days. I don't know how to process that you did it without your best player for half of the time. I don't know how to process that you just did it in the best league ever. I, I, I just, the amount of excuses that you could stack up against you to be okay with going one and two or two and one this week is long. And the fact that you just went three and oh, in spite of all of that, I go back to the word proud because I don't know what else to be right now. No, you should be. I am. I am. There's no doubt. And I was thinking about that, Trevor, after you mentioned that after the Michigan game, 34 years old, these guys are 12. The oldest ones are 12 years younger than I am. So it's like, "Eh, what? It's a little bit weird. I don't know these guys, but we put, as fans, we put skin in the game, not nearly as much as the athletes that are there 40 hours a week doing this thing, right? So not it's apples and oranges, but there's no doubt that we have an emotional connection to this, and we ride that roller coaster, and we were in a valley for a decade. A decade. And to see this program that nationally, I mean, there's a reason that you're headlining Sports Center and SVP's talking about you and that you're going to have Io DeSumo features all over March Madness, Brad Underwood interviews. You are cool again because people recognized how good this program was for most of its existence until the last 10 years. So this is where it's different for me, Trevor. Growing up, even to the end of the Lou Henson era and the Lon Kruger era, where you were merely good to very good, you were never fantastic or great, right? Um, but even back then, Illinois still had cachet. It was still cool. So when they started winning Big Ten titles and then when they made a Final Four run in 05, that felt like a natural progression. This is a wild turnaround. This is something like how my dad used to say, well, you know, third year of Lou Henson, third, fourth year, Eddie Johnson and that team beat number one Michigan State at home. Well, they flamed out and didn't even make the tournament that year. But Lou Henson 
turned this into the program that it was. Here we are in year four of Brad Underwood, securing a one seed before the Big Ten tournament even starts. In the best in the best conference ever, as you mentioned, the best conference ever, according to Ken Palm, other than what the ACC in 04? I think that's the other yep. one. And but I think it's above it right now, and it's just again, I, there's so many ways that you and I could rationalize losing that game, as frustrating as it would be, you know. Sure. I mean, you could go all the way back to well, that's your I don't know eighth game in 16 days, or you know, not that exaggerative, but something like that. And you know, Iowa was coming off the injury. There's just so much that we could say. That would still convince us you still have a chance for a one. You know, you can beat a few teams in the Big Ten tournament. I hope that Ohio State loses in the Big Ten tournament. But just just that that utter confidence of feeling like you just grabbed, you know, fate by the reins and said, like, I'm not going to let anybody decide it except us. It's just such an amazing feeling. It is 520 on Saturday, March 6th. And a year ago, Trevor... This would have been, I believe, the day after you lost to Ohio State and your Big Ten title was done. And you, you had Iowa coming back. And listen, everybody got up for that game. I mean, but it didn't have quite as much juice. I mean, God, I can't even think about what that State Farm Center would have been like if you had a Big Ten title on the line because it was intense enough. But, you know, th- this is where we were a year ago. Pre-pandemic, unbeknownst to us, it was going to explode in about five days from now. You had just lost to Ohio State, so the Big Ten term- title was bye-bye. And here we are. And that's why I said earlier in the second half when EJ Liddell was going off that I, I try against my better, try against my worst judgment to fall in this trap of, you know, oh God, it's happening to Illinois fans again. We're getting screwed again. When in actuality, the last year, almost everything that could go right has gone, gone right. And that's why, that's another little piece to the puzzle, Trevor, where you mentioned the Cubs back in 2016 or 20, yeah, 2016, how it's like, oh, right, they aren't going to lose, are they? And I have that feeling right now. I, they might, and the likelihood is they end the season with a loss. And that's going to be disappointing when they do. But I would be very surprised at this point if there is not some serious damage done in the tournament and you at least put yourself in a position for one of those all-time seasons. Yeah. And, and again, it's just like I can't express how hard it is to reach that level of confidence with something that you have no control over. Like, you know, as a fan of this team, you can say, I think they're going to win today. But, you know, in, in reality, you have no say in the matter. But it just feels like you have such utter confidence right now that I genuinely believe it, like in every fiber of my being, that this team is not going to do something stupid early in the tournament. And there's so few teams that you can say that about. I don't know, man. I don't even know what else. <laughs> I, I don't either. I think on that note. ago, we were down five with two minutes left. I, I don't know what. I'm slap happy, dude. I'm I'm gonna ride this feeling for a long time. You thought the Michigan game, that's gonna be our all time podcast in terms of of hits for sure. Until maybe this one, because as as much fun as that was, as monumental as that was, I think people might enjoy even more listening to a podcast where we doubted and we were pissed. At least I was. You keep your you keep your head about you. I like that. Uh, but we were growing a little frustrated, and I think. If I'm being honest, Trevor, I was starting to get in that mode where, well, I better accept the worst case scenario here where we might not win this game. And none of us felt good. No Illini fan felt good, not even just with 140 to go, but with five to go. It was not trending well. And this team snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. And as you had mentioned before, when it comes to March, I said, well, those are the kind of games they have to win in March. And for every national title team, 
any team that's won a national title, they don't waltz in there. There was always one win that they probably shouldn't have gotten, but they did. And you have that template right in front of you that despite a fairly messy second half and not being able to quite put them away when you could have early in the first half and you still got it done. So I am, I'm over the moon. I'm cloud nine. You throw any cliche out there, Trevor, that's where I'm at. It's time to party, man. It's a Saturday. You got the one seat. The, o- the only thing left to potentially annoy me is Michigan losing tomorrow so that they finish one percentage point ahead of you and you having beat them by 23, but whatever. I hey, mean, whatever. you know what? I am with Jeremy and Derek had broached this on an Illini Inquirer pod, and I don't know what the mechanisms are for, are for this, and there probably isn't one, being honest. But if I'm Whitman, I'm fighting hard for that. And I'm saying they got theirs, but listen, we won more games than anybody else percentage-wise. We're percentage point behind. And in traditional way that you would do baseball standings and stuff, you finished ahead. And you beat them yes. head-to-head. Get, we're, we're hanging a banner. And I don't care if you got to rename it something. Co-conference champions, and you can't use the Big Ten moniker because they won't let you. But put, you know, put your foot down here. If, if that happens tomorrow, I, I don't think it will. I think Michigan's going to win. Just after what happened Thursday night, it's clear that Michigan State sucks again. So there you go. But uh, And honestly, here's another thing, Trevor. This is a total aside before we wrap up here. But the way that Michigan won on Thursday, it's like, holy crap, we went up there and we beat them by that much. There was no fluke involved with that. Like, they're yeah. really good. And what if, what if you find yourself in a situation in the Final Four where you're playing a team like Gonzaga and you just run them out of the gym too? I'm just saying, like you had said, <laughs> what if this happens? Well, there's that 10% pr- possibility and it's happened before and with this team what we saw today i don't want to call that the floor of what they can do the rest of the year but can i be honest trevor i think the performance today was the floor of what they will do the rest of the year that might be a dangerous thing to say but i don't think they deserve to win that game i I think that was like a b minus game from illinois until a minute ago when demonte hits the biggest three of his life and then uh io just takes over i just Going back to those plays, I mean, DeMonte hits the three, and then it could easily have been called a charge. I think it was the correct call, but, I mean, you never know. And so that goes your way with Io, and that's suddenly a six-point swing in 25 seconds. I, Wow. <laughs> I'm so jacked right now. Illinois is a one seat. About two months ago, Trevor, to wrap up here on January 16th, 2021. Do you remember what day that was? January 16th? Yes. Uh, Maryland? Uh, I think, well, that's a good question, actually. Hmm. Nope, it was Ohio State. Because uh, my buddy right. who's an Ohio State fan had replied to that. Underachieving, disappointing, frustrating. A whole bunch of adjectives apply. The best course of action is to divest from this team emotionally until they can give you reasons to buy back in. 13 days later, you beat Iowa. And then we've had this six-week run that I've never... I say never. Oh four, oh five. That was a season long run in a week. Big Ten. Not to take a single thing away from that team, but this run in this Big Ten, you have lost one game since. It's remarkable. So, or one maybe the Maryland games after that, but regardless, that was your low point this year, Trevor. And and this is where this is where you're at. So it is. Yeah. I mean, again, not taking anything away, but you just throw things at them like random ten day off periods. Uh, random games at Nebraska that you learn about two days prior, uh, Io being out. I mean, you just throw in all this context, and I don't see how you can call this anything other than absurdly impressive. Yep. Jeremy just tweeted, Ohio State missed their last 10 shots. And you had something to do with that. 
Oh, you had something to do yeah. with that. And and you're right. It, it was that key moment where I'm I'm complaining about DeMonte. People are going to listen to that and be like, dude, just you wait, Carp. Quit complaining. He helped you win the game, not just with the three, but when he was starting to double up on Liddell and or I guess he was actually the primary defender for a few of those possessions and then got help. But essentially, take Liddell out of it. Washington, Trent really tightened up his defense on Washington. And then the supporting cast, they couldn't make the shot. And then you get the final possession, the final full possession for Ohio State that goes 20 full seconds as you are yeah. continuing to deny them time and time again. It's like sheer will you know, propelled you to keeping this five-point lead and saying, no, 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 this game's over. You aren't making one of those Demetra Trice threes. We aren't extending this game. This thing's over. Oh, God, man, this is unbelievable and and i'm cherishing every moment and this i keep saying i thought last saturday was like i don't know how many times in the last six weeks trevor i've said i think that's my favorite win of the season right i keep saying it over and over i think that's this is now my favorite win of the season yeah this has got to be right up there with the circumstances and the way that ended to clinch a one seed i mean i uh, what's the ceiling now? I know it's fun to talk about the floor, but national like, title. What if you win? What if you win the Big Ten title? I'm just talking about from a seed perspective. Would you then be the three seed over Michigan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you win the Big Ten and title, then if you're Baylor were to not win the Big Twelve, I mean, you could be the second one seed. I know that sounds silly, but it, I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. It is crazy, and this team can win a, na- a national title. And I got to be honest, back in 0405, that was, of course, top of mind, but there was that North Carolina thing looming out there. You, you knew. You could see it a mile away that it was going to be one versus two. And I remember watching the Elite Eight game that North Carolina had against Villanova, and they scraped by. It could have been Villanova, and I remember thinking, ah, damn it. Like, God, that could have been it. Maybe it was a Sweet 16 game. And knowing that that was the one team that could derail it, and even with a good Illinois performance, I got to be honest, Trevor, in 05, I honestly thought even a good Illinois performance against that North Carolina team, they had about four future pros. And in actuality, you had one and a couple guys that got a, a, a cup of coffee, essentially, in the NBA. And that's it. This is different, though, in, in that you get to maintain this role of being a hunter, even as a one seed. You get to continue to say, well, Baylor, they beat us. Michigan, they got the Big Ten title and we didn't. Gonzaga, well, I don't know. We'll have to figure out some sort of way to get up for that. But you get to maintain, even with that one seed, this sort of hunter vibe in a weird way. I I don't know if I'm over-rationalizing this, but not winning a Big Ten title might be that little, you know, something still stuck in their craw. And they're like, God dang it. Like, all right, here we go. We're one seed, but it still feels like we are on the attack. And the way that they played sure. at the end of the game, they still felt like the team that had been disrespected or like, all. I don't know what they're doing in the locker room, what Underwood's doing, but clearly he's pressing these buttons to keep them pissed off and fired up. I mean, they weren't favored in this game. This was the third straight game that they weren't the favorite. Yep. And they won all three. Trevor, I could keep you all night, man, but let's go enjoy the Saturday. Oh. It is a beautiful Saturday. Another beautiful one, one tomorrow. Thought. Yeah, please. It's just that, you know, again, extremely clutch moment from Iowa on national TV that can't hurt for your national player of the year conversation against an Iowa team that now might be, what, a two seed, a three seed at best, and now you're a one seed for sure. I know that's not the discussion or debate that's on the top of anybody's mind, but another great clutch moment from him to to sort of help him in that debate. Well, do you have any doubt if we play them next Saturday that Iowa's going to go off and we're going to win? Do you have any doubt? Oh, I can't. 
I'm, I'm hopping on subhub.com for that one. I'll tell you that. Oh, one. dude. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And I listen, I love the matchup with Iowa anyways. You're two and one against them the last three matchups. And I just think that's, we are a team that, that I prefer to play in Iowa over in Ohio State. I think your guards are more athletic than they are. I actually, I know that. And then for Luca, you can neutralize him a bit with Kofi. And I think Iowa would say, okay, I'm just going to go out there and we're going to kick their ass and I'm going to win National Player of the Year today. So if we get to that, and I think it's in all likelihood going to happen, where it's Illinois-Iowa next Saturday, I'm actually going to go into that game feeling as calm as one could against an Iowa team that could also win a national title if everything goes right. So I'm getting ahead ahead of myself. But today, we get to soak this in for six days, Trevor. Next Friday, 5.30, we'll play somebody, whoever that may be. I have no questions about this team getting up for the Big Ten tournament. And after Michigan wins tomorrow and gives you that much more juice to try to hang some sort of Big Ten banner, they're going to be ready for that. And they get to essentially just camp out in Indi- Indianapolis for the next month. And I hope that Let's they are go, there. For, man. I hope they're there for four straight weekends and that we are having our 200th episode right in line with when they win the first national title in program history. Let's do it. Uh, man. <laughs> I just, oh, I'm getting scared in a good way. Get scared? That's perfect. Me too. But you know what? I, I, did I say this? Which game did I say this after? I said something like, hey, guys, what if it's right in front of us where they just don't lose another game? Now, they lost Michigan State. But do you remember me saying that? I said, what if it's right yeah. in front of us? Like they, This team's just going to do it. I'm, I'm just saying, what if? And on the last solo pod, Trevor, I tried to do this exercise where I said, okay, everybody, just imagine you're waking up Tuesday, April 6th. You're bleary-eyed, two, three hours of sleep, clearly hungover, of course as you waltz into work and you're slap happy and you're just all day, every three minutes, every 30 seconds, you're thinking, oh my God, we got it. So I'm just saying, it's, I'm not one of those positive visualization, like if you think it into existence, it's going to happen. I don't believe that necessarily, but I'm just saying it could happen. So it's okay to have a little bit of fun uh, visualization with what that might feel like. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, and I, I don't, and that's my point with the, the strangely, strong confidence to where like i don't even feel like i'm jinxing anything by doing that i just know that they're that freaking good uh last thing here from Corey, i just sent him we're, we're on messaging terms now trevor my my illini hero from back when i was younger oh your twitter messaging with my man Corey. got my fourth and kirby Corey shirt coming in this week which i will be rocking uh, every other day that i'm not wearing i'm wearing illini stuff the rest of the month let's be honest okay and I just said, how about that W, Corey? And he just said, yes, sir. So I'm like, all right, cool. Me and Corey are texting here. Uh, I will have Sean Harrington on the pod, uh, probably recording with him Sunday afternoon. So we'll get that out either Sunday evening or Monday to do kind of a season recap. And even though the seedings won't be final for the Big Ten tournament, by the time I talk to Sean, we'll talk about, in general, I think that there are four teams that are, let's say five teams, that are at play to win the Big Ten tournament title. And three of them, Trevor, are on the other side of the bracket. And I like that. And the one that's on your side is the one that you know they're going to have no problem getting up for, and you've oh, yeah. already beaten one. Exactly. They're so. your rival, and we have fun playing them. They have fun playing us, and, and you don't need it. It would suck to lose to them, but you don't need it. You got the one seed. So let's party, everybody. Next week should be as fun as it could possibly be as a fan because Absolutely. there's just nothing on the line, nope. and yet you're that good. All right, well, Trevor, maybe you'll even be a correspondent that Saturday if you decide that you're going to throw down for the StubHub tickets for that Saturday session. Understandable if you do. You could be our uh, reconnaissance 
from Indianapolis. Well, but, and, you know, I mean, with all the distance seating, you know, maybe I could even talk on the pod without oh anybody being bothered by it. Who knows? We'll see. That is true. That's true. I don't know if that's like... Although I'd be the, way ahead. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, it, it, we've done that before, and I, I think... Also, the, I think it's technically illegal to broadcast yeah, the game the, <laughs> within the game, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Trevor, I could keep you for another hour or so, but it's let's go celebrate and have a few adult beverages to, to soak this in. One seed Illinois and a monster win, and I keep saying it. That is my new favorite win of the season for this team. I can't can't wait to go on Twitter, check out Brad Underwood yelling and screaming as he comes in the locker room. Have you seen that yet? It's yeah, got to be it's good. Pretty good. All right. Well, I'm going to go check that out, Trevor. If we don't talk Friday, maybe we'll talk before. But uh, yep, it's going to be a fun week. I can't wait. Let's do it, Trevor Valise. Awesome as always. We'll see you, Trev. See you. Two under level brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdo.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdo.com. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. Get your Corey Bradford t shirt 10% off with coupon code 200 level at fourthandkirby.com. Rector Construction, R E C T O R Construction.com. Everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection, inspection, and everything in between. Rector Construction.com. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brianismyguy.com. I am over the moon. What a day. What a game on a beautiful March Saturday. And you're feeling it. I'm feeling it. We can do this. We can win a national title. That kind of win is the kind of win you got to get in March to do it. This team knows that they can do that. This team knows that they can beat a really good team by 25 if it came down to it. Andre Corbello was a superstar. Io is back. Kofi will be fine. DeMonte making shots. I want some more Grandison even with that. But Grandison's good. Adam Miller had a rough game. No big deal. He'll bounce back. Georgie's Georgie. Hey, great steal late in the game. That was a key one. But what a one, guys. Did I forget anybody on that roster? Coleman Hawkins didn't get any tick today, but monster win. So as Trevor had said, proud of this team. If you can be proud of guys you've never met in your life, that is what I am. Proud of being a Lanai fan. I'm going to be rocking a Lanai swag for the entire month. One seat's locked up. Let's have a great next four weekends, right? Big Ten tournament. That's one. First round. First weekend, second weekend, and then, of course, the final four weekend. Four more weekends. Let's do it, right? Hey, right now you hear Decadence out of your head from our album Fever Dreams, anywhere music is streaming. I will be back tomorrow evening, that'd be Sunday, with Sean Harrington and a bit of a solo pod as I will just be as slap-happy and jubilant as I am right now. Soak this in, Illini fans. It's special. It is the 200 level.